it's me, Birdie, the conductor of the story train. I'm the one that wears a green baseball cap with a little white birdie on the front and my favorite overalls. All aboard the story train. Find a comfy seat. We're about to leave the station, and you know what that means. We're going someplace new. One whistle. We're on our way. I wonder where Story Train will lead us this time. We're entering the Rainbow Tunnel. Hold on, everyone! It's off to far, far away. This is so exciting. Just on the other side of the short Rainbow Tunnel lies our destination. That was quick. We're already at the end of the tunnel. Oh, I know this place. It's a shoe shop. I wonder if we're here to do some holiday shopping. Hmm. Let's find out. Today's story is about a shoemaker who is visited by some very talented and hardworking elves. It's called. The Elves and the Shoemaker. There was once a shoemaker who worked very hard and was very honest. But no matter how hard he worked and how honest he was, the shoemaker could not earn enough money to live on. Day in and day out he toiled, till at last. Everything he had in the world was gone, except for just enough leather to make a single pair of shoes. So the shoemaker cut his last piece of leather out, all ready to make up his last pair of shoes the next morning. His conscience was clear, and his heart was light despite all of his financial troubles. So the shoemaker went peaceably to bed, left all his cares to sort themselves out, and soon fell asleep. In the morning, after he had eaten a bit of bread, washed his face, and brushed his teeth, the shoemaker went to his work table to make his last pair of shoes. But, to his great wonder, there was no work for him to do. The pair of shoes were already made, standing perfectly upon the table. The good shoemaker didn't know what to say or think about such an odd thing happening. He looked at the workmanship. There was not one faulty stitch in the whole job. All was so neat and true that this pair of shoes was quite a masterpiece. The same day, a customer came in, and the shoes suited him so well that he willingly paid a price higher than usual for them. The poor shoemaker, with the money, bought enough leather to make two more pairs of shoes. What joy! In the evening, he cut out the leather for his work on the two new pairs of shoes the next morning. Then he went to bed early. 
so that he could get up extra bright and early tomorrow to begin his joyful work. But after the shoemaker had woken up the next morning, eaten a bit of bread, washed his face, and brushed his teeth, he once again discovered that his work was already done. What a wonder! Soon buyers came in who paid the shoemaker handsomely for his goods. So now he was able to buy enough leather to make four more pairs of shoes. The shoemaker cut out the leather pieces again to prepare for work the next morning, fell asleep, and found all the shoes made in the morning as before. And so this wondrous pattern went on for some time. Whatever leather pieces were prepared by the shoemaker before bed were always made into new, well-crafted shoes by daybreak. In this way, the kind shoemaker soon had a thriving business and plenty of money to live off of. One evening, about Christmas time, as the shoemaker and his wife were sitting by the fire chatting together, he said to her, I would like to sit up and keep an eye out tonight to try and see who it is that comes and does my work for me so well. His wife agreed that this was a wonderful idea, so they left a light burning and hid themselves in a corner of the room behind a curtain that was hung up there and waited to see what would happen. A little while after midnight, two little elves silently entered the room. They sat themselves upon the shoemaker's bench, took up all the leather pieces the shoemaker had laid out, and began to ply with their little fingers, stitching and wrapping and tapping away at such a rate that the shoemaker and his wife could not believe it. They could not take their eyes off the amazing little elves, working with such speed and skill. On and on the elves worked, until the job was quite done, and the shoes stood ready for use upon the table. Then the elves bustled away quickly before daybreak. The next day the shoemaker's wife said, These little elves have made us rich, and we ought to be thankful to them, and do something nice for them if we can. I'll tell you what, I will make each of them a shirt, and a coat, and a pair of pants, and you can make each of them a little pair of shoes. This idea pleased the kind shoemaker very much, so the shoemaker and his wife made their gifts for the elves. Then the next evening, instead of laying out leather pieces for the elves to make into shoes, the shoemaker instead laid the presents out on the table. Then he and his wife went and hid behind the curtain to wait and see what the little elves would do. A little while after midnight, the elves came in and went to sit down at the table to start their work as usual. But when they saw the little clothing gifts laid out for them, they laughed and chuckled and seemed mightily delighted. Then they dressed themselves in the gifts from the shoemaker and his wife, and danced and capered and sprang about as merry as could be, until at last they danced out of the door. The shoemaker and his wife never saw the elves again, but everything went well with them from that time forward, for as long as they lived.
It's time for us to head back to Pflugerville. Here comes the Rainbow Tunnel. Come back and see me again. You never know where the story train will take us. If you like stories, search for Go Kid Go wherever you listen and you'll find lots of great adventures. See you next time. Thank you.